0: Hi, I'm Jackie Leonardini. And I'm Brad Wallach, and this is Funny Energy. A show where Brad brings on a friend of his from the comedy world who he believes can benefit from an energy reading. And I'll be honest, that's
1: literally every comedian. So listen, as we cleanse our energy and laugh along the way, this is Funny Energy. Welcome to another episode of Funny Energy. I am comedian Brad Wallach. And I'm joined by clairvoyant extraordinaire, Jackie Leonardini. And our guest for this episode is outside of the world of comedy per se, but she is a performer and she's a creative individual. And she lives in my neighborhood, although the nicer part of my neighborhood, we've established. Uh, obviously, I'm very insecure about this. I was going to uh, say. <laughs> like, she didn't even know the area of my neighborhood. That We were in the same like zip code. And I was like, I live in this area. And she's like, I've never heard of that. I'm
2: like,
1: oh, gosh. <laughs> uh, so anyway, it is Jordana Brewster. Uh, we obviously, I guess most prominently and most currently it's the the fast franchise yes i think we've actually met before you don't remember this uh it was i was working at chelsea lately and we flew over to the fast and furious 6 premiere
2: oh you're kidding
1: and i we interviewed all i was with chewy uh, oh yeah yeah and we interviewed all you guys so uh
2: I do remember yeah, that. So very cool. You don't remember, but it's okay. I I remember. I remember it. watching the show. I love okay. Chelsea Handler. Yeah, well, that was a fun I show. Think she also lives in the nice part of Brentwood. Well, she, she apparently
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> her new home, yes, is uh, is up on think, uh, a canyon.
2: Say, yes, I think it's the same canyon I live on. Oh, you I, live I, on that yeah, canyon. Well, you I, and
1: a lot of fancy people I live on that I canyon.
2: No, it is a nice canyon. <laughs> I do, I do love that it, canyon. I, uh,
1: Google Brentwood and prominent canyon, and we'll see in the. You can figure it out.
2: Um, there's a very handsome actor that lives on that canyon. Who? Greg Kinnear? No, no, no. I mean, well, he he's does. also handsome, but so does um, Channing Tatum. Oh, oh
0: he does. yeah,
2: I know. I saw him um, selling cookies with his daughter. Wow. Yeah. No, it really is a thing. You drive up- <laughs> I didn't stop though. I was like, I was sort of. Why not? I just felt awkward. You were I was starstruck. Like, kind of. I was starstruck. Do you get starstruck? I do. You do? you do not by Arnold Schwarzenegger who also lives on the canyon. Yes, who I he see lives driving on the, down in his like open yeah giant whatever Hummer. giant army.
0: He really still has a Hummer.
2: He oh does. yeah, it's ridiculous. Oh wow, he's unapologetic. Yeah. I guess so. Although he did yeah. fill a pothole. On- he did, but did you see the fallout from that? No, what was the I fallout? think he wasn't he wasn't meant to because the pothole was there on purpose so that they could access some sort of a wire or something they <sighs> oh, needed to Jesus. access and they were like no thanks Arnold.
0: But he knew better.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he obviously yeah. didn't uh, ask. You know,
0: the yeah, people. There ask. were
1: some people who were very appreciative of the pothole that Arnold filled.
0: I mean, I kind of liked the fact that
1: he was taking. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, meals. I'm gonna handle it." Yeah, uh, so <laughs> I don't do a, I don't do an Arnold. So anyway, you are a client of Jackie's and have been for a while. Um, so uh, you know, and you're creative and you're prominent and all that. So thought it would be a good idea to have you down here
2: yeah thank you yeah
1: um i only have one question for you and that is what do we think of vin diesel's fashion uh (laughs) kidding we don't have to answer that uh i have my own opinions
2: he was wearing a shirt that was promoting the movie though he was he was it was vin x because i saw my husband was watching the lakers game and circled him (laughs) and sent it to me and so yeah he's just i mean he lives and dies the franchise which is really really cool he does Mm -hmm. he's a nice guy too Mm -hmm. he's a really nice guy yeah
1: but uh i always am like god i wish i had that confidence to just like pull off like a shirt with like no sleeves and like
0: well he's jacked he should show it off Wow. he he has certainty yeah it's more than confidence like he's certain in who he is so
1: yeah. I mean, it really
0: comes across and he really is. Yeah. He, he's
1: not one of these guys that you like, oh, he has to be out in the spotlight all the time. It's like right. he is really confident in himself, kind of like Eminem. I'm always really impressed with someone like I know that's a jump from Vin Diesel <laughs> to Eminem, and this is really about you. Well, but, I uh, miss
2: I miss Eminem. I think he's so talented. But that's I wish he'd come why, out with more stuff.
1: That's exactly the point. And yeah. so he goes away, he comes out with material. Yeah goes on tour it's a big deal everyone's like oh my god oh my god and then he goes away respectfully and doesn't stay in our face like kid rock and you know and just doing dumb stuff and it's like okay go away do your art come back share it with us yeah and then you know that's Mm -hmm. how i kind of like that
2: that's how it used to be now it's like it's become a different thing with social media yeah it really has
1: do you feel that pressure to to Keep up on social media. Yes. And?
2: Well, ugh, the latest thing is YouTube, which is so annoying because it's longer form. Because mm. I like the, I like Instagram because it's a couple of videos or it's just shots and it can come organically. Mm-hmm. But with YouTube, it's like fifteen minutes long. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs>
0: and I, you know what I mean? That's or like, like five a, minute it's That's a like, mini episode. Like that. I y- think so. You too. know, if you did a a, a thirty minute. A, a series, or, a sitcom, it's really only 24 minutes, right? 22, or twenty-two. Now. And that takes a week and a whole team of people yeah. to produce, yeah. right? So yeah. 15 minutes to just do no, it. it
1: is. There's a lot of pressure now. It's and a
0: you lot.
2: gotta kinda yeah. be out
1: there and constantly promoting yourself. But the anyway.
2: beauty is you can control it. That's what I like. But on the other hand, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like it, sometimes I don't. Mm.
1: I hear
0: you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I think Jordana and I have spent some time and I've learned, and I have to say, when I do sessions with all of you, I learn so much, right? Because together we're looking at energy and we're discovering like new ways of looking at things like perspective. And we were sitting one time, you know, we were talking about fast. We were talking about like, how would you see your, your character like grow? And, and we started to just run clairvoyant blue. Do you remember this? Mm -hmm. And It wasn't like we were stuck in like, what are some ideas and let's, you know, let's look at this or let's think about this. We just started running blue. And then all of a sudden she just started like, oh, and this and this and this. And then she got her pen out and she's like, I'm going to write this down. And like all of these ideas just came forward and not from sitting and thinking really hard about something, but from tapping into a wavelength of energy this neon electric blue color that's clarity and letting it work with her, work with us. And then all of these ideas dropped in and for her and actually, you know, everything started, even if those ideas weren't actually materialized, it started the flow, it did, right? Yeah. It opened the, the gate for her then to expand and, and to actually go and advocate for it, be a, a self-advocate, right? Mm-hmm. And, It was kind of incredible.
2: And I still think those are out there, like in the, not to be too woo woo, but I think that's kind of the point of the show. So it's okay. (laughs) They're still out there in the ether. I think they're they're still out there as potential seeds to be taken,
0: you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. I also used your tools on a set where I felt completely because I'm so sensitive mm-hmm. that I felt completely hijacked by everyone else's energy. Speaking of comedy, I, I was doing a Netflix comedy and I had all these expectations of how stuff should go. And I'd worked on it with my coach and I had sort of control over what, how I wanted the scene to be. And I was playing this super powerful, like drug Lord, and I was supposed to have swagger and, and I get there and I felt like I was in middle school I just Mm. didn't know anyone. Everyone, like, the cast was talking as if they were all in high school and, like, in on an inside joke. And I just, like, shriveled up to, like, a... I felt like a little (laughs) (laughs) dingleberry. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to muster my energy. I've got to muster my energy. And I started using the roses to, like, Mm -hmm. sort of deter... Exploding All the roses. Stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes.
2: Yeah. Well, I don't explode them. I <laughs> I, I don't explode them. No, you're not doing I, it right, them, you're supposed to explode i supposed them. I place them. Yes. Those are different me,
0: roses she's using. Oh, there yeah. are different Sorry. ways to use the roses. Oh, I think yeah. there are. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: So what's the difference? Why do you explode some roses? And why do you just place roses?
0: So roses. So first of all, to understand that I come from a knowing where I believe truly believe that we are creative beings. So if I ask for something, or if I want something to appear, I have the magic within me for it to to happen for it to come in. So you have to really know and trust that when you're bringing in these roses, it's not like just a symbol, or it's not just your imagination, you're actually bringing this, this entity of energy, right forward for you and using it as a tool. And so the roses she's talking about are magnet roses. So they vibrate at forgiveness, which transmutes energy, right? Transmutes any dense vibrational frequency into light. That's what forgiveness is. It says, I disagree with mm-hmm. that you know, competition, you know, 12th grade or middle school, 12 year old behavior that you're throwing at me right now. And it's actually not allowed in my space because it's not who I am and it's not where I want to be, especially in this, in this setting. And so when she put those roses up and I I mean, I think your intention was to say "Mm, out of my space, right? Mm -hmm. So she set an intention and she created a tool and she trusts and knows that when she does that, she has the strength. Within her, the force, her force of energy can make that happen. And so she created like a force field around her. Now, the roses that you explode, that you put where there is dis-ease within your being, those roses you're intending to go to a space and place, like in this room right now. I've been exploding roses because if there's any, like, I get a little nervous before we do these or whatever. Mm -hmm. Any energy that's going to pull me out of harmony, I want to break it up. And so the roses are like breaking up the dense energy around you or even within you. So if I'm, you know, this morning I was getting ready and I moved my neck and I could just feel this like pull all the way down the side of my, my left side. And I thought, oh, great. That's just what I need. So I put those little roses everywhere my neck hurt and started exploding them. And if the energy goes away, the pain goes away right away. It's because it's something that's kind of fleeting or something, know kind of or electromagnetic right so something that grabbed me something that is magnetically sticky to me that's causing that pain or if it stays then i'm gonna go okay what is this pain that i'm having or what's going on here that is in that i need to know Mm -hmm. so that i can grow that's my question always divine spirit what do i need to know from this pain like in your situation, it would be divine spirit. What do I need to know? Why am I finding myself in this environment that's very catty? Mm-hmm. And why is it making me uncomfortable, right? Nobody's responsible for how you're feeling. They're putting something out. The way I'm picking it up is where I need to focus, totally. right? And-,
2: and by the way, they may not have been doing that. It might've been my insecurity. It might've been like, who knows? Was it
1: insecurity with, cause I imagine you walk onto sets often where you don't know anyone <clears throat> and don't know people. Was it the material? Like, because it was comedy
2: or whatever that you were just like, oh. it wasn't the material. It was energy. It's like, you just don't know. No, like some it. days you get on a set and everything's flowing and it's great and the chemistry's great and then sometimes that's why like I like chemistry reads when you the chemistry reads are when you they pair you up with with a guy or a girl and they see how it's flowing and they see whether you guys have a connection like I've had I've I've been assigned screen interests who I hated and like we have zero chemistry and it didn't work and then I have some where it worked like amazingly well but just something wasn't it was just like something was broken and it wasn't flowing and I couldn't get it to flow. And then my fear kicked in and then it was just like this self-perpetuating thing. So I had to like break that cycle. And how long
1: into it before you said, I got to use my Jackie tools?
2: My coach was also there uh, and she was like, Jordana, what do you do? Like, like what is this? Like, <laughs> she was, I, I love her. Her name's Rebecca Kitt because she's, she's very blunt and I can take, I mean, I can take pretty Honest feedback, and I think that's rare for actors because we're pretty precious. Um, <laughs> but do you read comments read, on Instagram? Or I mean, you know that's what? speaking, we were talking about IMDb earlier. I used to go on message boards and just oh, like I know, why? I don't know. I have this very like torture <laughs> <mass, laughs> <like, classic laughs> side to me, and I get very hurt by stuff. Like the new version of IMDb is the Daily Mail, yes. Where I read comments, and someone said something like. I hate her workout videos. And then I wanted to be like, well, then don't, don't Watch follow him. me on Instagram, exactly. dork. Like, whatever. <laughs> but but well, it's amazing. I, ha- I can't. And, and
1: all the comments that you'll that get, you'll get so many more comments that are like, we love you. You're great. Yeah, that, you're, that those are like, okay, whatever. That'll
2: be like Teflon. Exactly. To my brain, But,
1: but the, the, sure. the one that hates you, that hick in, you know, wherever is, ah, I hate you. You're like, I'm going to fight you. Uh, well, you know, you, yeah.
0: but, but it's because it's to sticking to, think you
1: probably want
0: to fight, but. <laughs> it's sticking to something and their their pain because no one makes a hateful comment or a judgmental comment if they're not judgmental or, right. you know, they're hurt. People hurt. Okay. So you don't make a hurtful comment unless there's something inside you that's hurting and what's happening when they're, th- that's called throwing your energy. And so when they're throwing that energy at her, it's sometimes it may just kind of stick a little and you're like, Ooh, that was kind of yucky. It's almost like, you know, when you walk into a spider web and you don't really know and it feels mm. sticky, but it's not harmful, but it's irritating and you kind of get it and you find it and you get it off. But if someone throws energy like that and it sticks because inside yourself, you're doubting your, and, and this is just an example, you're doubting whether or not you should put a workout videos on there or something, then it's going to stick a little bit more. And then you're going to sit and go, well, should I, or shouldn't I, or I wonder why that person said that, or maybe it's a mistake. And now you're in this place of doubting yourself. Right. And then there's that spiral. And then that's because really you can use that person's comment. Now, this is where you transmute the energy from something that somebody's throwing at you to this is actually going to be for me because I'm not going to take it. I'm going to see that that pains that person. And I'm going to say, Hey, thank you. Because I'm going to use that to polish myself. I now see that within me, I have doubt and I don't want to have doubt. I don't want to have, I don't want to second guess, guess myself. I want to own it and be certain. So I'm going to let go of the doubt around the workout videos and I'm going to keep making them because actually they're super helpful to a lot of people, but it's fun for me. And I'm doing it because it's fun and it's inspiring. Does that resonate? Were you having doubts about the the workout videos? I don't know that she has doubts about them. I was using an example, but no, you may. I have,
2: no, I think the stickiest stuff is, um, like there was another comment on the Daily Mail article <laughs> <laughs> where someone super nasty goes, she always looks so miserable with her kids. And I was like, Oh my god, like how mean yeah, that's like what a terrible mean, mean thing to say. And that got super sticky. But I think that's just sticky because I'm super my internal monologue to myself as a mom is like
1: oh I I mean crazy I, mean. I, I can only imagine having a wife who's a mother. <laughs> you oh know, my god. I mean
2: Oh so you're a stepdad. No, I'm a Okay, uh, No, well, they're my kids. I know. a, no, I have a <laughs> wife who's a mother. Are yes. So right. are you Are you, <laughs> you trying to create distance <laughs> and No, yeah, I was just trying to responsibility. Make it about her yeah. It's hard. So it's really hard. But it really
1: is. It is mm-hmm. I, I tell you, there's a whole nother level that you guys take on, especially as a working parent who, you know, in this day and age with social media, it's you know it's everything you're trying to present this image you're trying to be everything to everyone we're trying to do everything for our kids. i mean we were having this conversation last night we were like i was like why the hell are we doing so much for our kids like we, how we're old,
2: old are they uh
1: 11 and 9 got it how old are yours
2: mine are 9 and soon to be 7 okay
1: well it, it's just <laughs> like like you know my son, it's all about baseball,
0: and, we're like, mm-hmm.
1: and then we're going he's playing on the all-star team, and then we're putting him on this team, and then we're going to put him on a club team, and and then my g- daughter's doing gymnastics, and it's just so much, and we're like pulling our hair out. And I said, it's "A lot." Wait, why do we have to do all this? You know, it's not even like they're. But anyway, because I,
0: you've been programmed to think that that's what makes a "end quote" good parent. So there's this programming of what is a good mom or dad. What does it mean to be a good parent? And there's no consideration for the experience of what does my child really need from a perspective of a soul? And what does this little soul come here to, to learn, right? How can I be a steward? I remember I used to doubt myself as a mom, right? Because I would negotiate with my kids all the time. And, you know, people would say to me, why do you ask them what they want? Like, why do you even care if they're just, you know, they're working you and you're a pushover. And I'd be like, because they're a person. And, you know, even though he's four, he can tell me what he wants to wear to school. I mean, I'm not going to let him go in his whole closet, but I would say to my son, what do you want? Jeans or cords or, you know, sweatpants. Tell me. Right. And this is, these are small examples, but I think the point I'm trying to make is small things have big, big impact and they have big growth opportunity. And so I walked around doubting myself as a mom a lot. And then people would start to make comments at me like, you know, you're not a very good mom. or you just like, and I would hear gossip around. You say it to you. Yes. And I would hear gossip because I lived in a small town. My kids were willful and wild. And Jordana and I talk about our kids a lot and I wasn't going to break their spirit. I don't even know how, that's just not who I am. I'm not a dominating type of, you know, do it my way person. And, and I would get comments all the time about, you know, your kids are wild and you need to get control of them. And so I would, and then my my kids got to be older. They'd be like, you're a terrible mother. And, and Michael Bates, my mentor said to me, and it would hurt and it would stick. And then I, you know, you're like, wow. And they were just reflecting back to me, something that I was thinking and doubting in myself. So when we have these judgments of ourselves, because we aren't fitting what society tells us is the perfect parent right? Which, you know, there's this perfect parent and well, I'm not it. And so now I'm judging myself. It's like, I'm putting little post notes, post-it notes on my aura on my energy. And so when I walk in a room and I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm a good parent or not, and oh gosh, I've really messed this up. It's, People are
1: reading, that's reading.
0: They're, they're reading, reading it back yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're not clairvoyant or anything. They're just reading your pain yeah. and it's happening and your soul wants that. So you can go, wait a minute, where am I believing that I'm not a good parent? Yeah. And when I- when Jordana, be-
1: where are you believing that you're not a good parent?
0: Well, she's got little
2: kids who were- Yeah, I mean, they're- So Julian, my oldest one is like my little, my mirror. He's he's so much like me. and so And so that's the biggest challenge. Like the other night, he goes, Mom, mom, uh, what if this is all a dream? I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what? I mean,
0: dude,
2: it's 830. You guys are bad. Like we're not, like, we're not Cute. Yeah. I think
0: that all the time. Like, well, because it, it was, is. It, yeah. yeah,
2: totally. It was a super cool question. Um just not at bedtime. <laughs> Not at bedtime. And, and sometimes it's like, I have to ask myself, wait, is he asking? Cause he le- really wants to get into this discussion right now, or this is his tactic yeah, exactly. for like putting off bedtime, but he's very good at, at deciphering, like where, you know, where you're hurting. Like the other day, my ex-husband's married to Alexandra Daddario, who's also an actress. And he's like, she's, she's better than you. Um, as an actress, like he'll just say wow. stuff like that where I'm just like, Julian, and I have to like stay neutral. And so I also use my tools and like just ground and because you just can't react to that kind of stuff. But he's a genius at that, at just like poking me. And I also have to, my biggest challenge with him is not. Does he work for the Daily Mail? I mean, by the way, <laughs> he kinda, yeah, that would but be. he's the one commenting on that. He's, he's so funny. And I just have to, to not get down in the mud with him and just be the adult. And I think that's the the biggest challenge mm-hmm. with with him. I have to like it, he's forcing me to grow up big time, which mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot better at in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But I thought motherhood would be so easy because I thought you could I thought I'd be able to control the situation more and it's just the biggest lesson in having zero control. And mm-hmm. it's the biggest lesson also in like being comfortable with chaos. Mm-hmm.
0: Isn't it interesting that when you talk about control, you can't control what comes out of somebody else's mouth, right? Mm-hmm. And when kids are clever, like your son, very very sp- bright. I've met him and he's lovely. And he runs energy and he gets it and yeah, we ha- we have the so best much. time. Oh my
2: god, he oh, was yeah. so cheeky. Can I tell us? Yeah, please. Jackie came over. It was after a Well Soul weekend. Um, and so she was going to be in LA and
1: the Well Soul retreats that Jackie the, does.
2: the well mm-hmm. Soul With retreats, Casey. Yes. Mm-hmm. With, um, Casey. with Casey. And I said, you know, I really think Julian uh, could benefit from learning how to meditate, but also it's like to do an energy session with him. And so Jackie came over and Julian's very skeptical. Like he'll assess someone and test them and
0: I was auditioning he, he, for sure.
2: Yeah, but he talked to you really, really fast. And, and when, when he sat down, Jackie went through a, a visualization exercise with him <laughs> and she, she asked him to put all his energy into, it wasn't a rose. It was a sun. Mm-hmm. And we were literally sitting there for like, like 15 minutes later, he was still like, focusing all this, like getting out so much
0: wow. stuff. It was really cool. He's highly sensitive. He's an empath for sure. He's got a brilliant brain, so he, he can really read a room and like, you know, he's a little zinger right here and there. And, and so children like that, they're difficult to parent. And they'll really make you second guess yourself because you cannot control them. No matter, you can't use traditional like discipline for sure. That just sets it in another direction. You really have to meet them in mutual regard, which she does a terrific job of. But it's, you know, for people around you, they look at you like you're crazy and you're not teaching your children how to be good children, right? Which is all a lie, right? And so... Jordana does this beautiful job of really working with her kids and and meeting them where they are, right. With who they are. And, and that's takes courage. And so when someone makes a comment like that, when you're really, you know, trying to be brave and Mm -hmm. allow somebody else to have agency over who they are, no matter how old they are, it takes a lot of fortitude. And so when someone hits you in this place, it's going to knock you back for a minute. Right. And, but you have to go back to, wait a minute, who do I want to be? Who do I want to be as a parent? Do I want to be this controlling, dominating? Do I want to own my kids? Um, how my kids see things. Do I want them to think about what I'm going to think before they think about what they're going to think. No. Right. That was my
2: number one. And to hear
0: that, no, that's a big no, Mm -hmm. but it takes courage because I want you to think about, or everyone to think about before you make a choice, who pops up in your mind, right? Like, oh, I really want this, you know, it can be the smallest thing. I really like to go do this. Oh, what will my mom think? Or what will my dad think? If that's what's happening to you, you need to get, no matter how lovely your parents may be, you need to get them out of your brain. They need to be in their own body, thinking their own thing, judging their own life. And you need to think, who do I want to be? And what choice do I want to make that's going to hold me in alignment with who I am so that I'm honoring myself because the other way is just the programming. And you'll find that you have, you'll have health issues. You'll have neurobiological issues. If you continue seriously, and this is an extreme, but if you continue to let everyone else rule your perceptions and that you live your life in total self-betrayal in honor of other people's belief systems that creates a disease within you that will lead to things that, you know, anxiety, et cetera, because it's a, it's an energy that I, that vibrates at the color silver that is less than who's right, who's wrong, who's good, who's bad competition. And it's very diminishing and it's very destructive in its nature and it will dysregulate your nervous system. And so we've been doing a lot of work around Jordana having total agency over this, knowing that she has and not allowing the outside world to push her out of you know her her own intuition.
2: It you know, it's going really well because I also Jackie mentioned the physical component and I started getting like whenever I would say a yes to someone who like I make sure my yeses are grounded in I actually want to do this. Like today it was an absolute yes cuz i love jackie i trust her completely and i wanted to do it in person cuz i love being around jackie's energy so like partially selfish <laughs> uh, and there, you
1: wanted to meet someone from the poor a, neighborhood of, i, I uh, totally wanted of to meet dying article. such
2: a fan <laughs> but 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 whenever i i found that when i was over knowingly overextending myself and packing my schedule like it was such a my husband's always like You're always, you know, running around like a hummingbird, not knowing, like packing your schedule unknowingly. And it's like, like I would do things like nine to 12, this twelve to three, this, like uh, not accounting for like driving time. And, and what I started, what started happening to me was like, my blood sugar was all over the place. I would have like, this is so dramatic, but like fainting spells. And then I talked to Casey and Jackie about it. And it was part of it was blood sugar, but part of it was also when I wasn't doing what was in alignment with my knowing, my vagus nerve, like it was just all off. And I was kind of like, I'm not gonna mess with that anymore. The most recent example was I was going compulsively with my one of my best friends, Maho, to mm-hmm. a piercing mm-hmm. salon in like deep in the valley, like a 40 minute drive. And I was like, yes, let's do that right before a trip. Were like, you gonna get pierced? I got a piercing right oh, here, yeah, the right before the piercing. Yeah. I started getting super dizzy. I needed water. I I, I was like, I, I don't know what's wrong, but something's wrong. I'm super lightheaded. And I just shouldn't have done it. Like, you just,
1: your body was telling you this is not what you're I supposed to be. And I just didn't,
2: doing. like, I didn't need another piercing. Like, I didn't mm. need no, to. No, totally. Your ears falling that. apart now.
1: I see like, it like it's. <laughs> been, no, it's, it's not- like, I should
2: have just been like, you know what? <laughs> Maho, I love you so much, but like, I can't do that, you mm-hmm. know? And I do that more often now. I'm mm-hmm. like.
1: And I'm sure part of your fear in the past was what are they gonna think if I
0: say yes, no? And, I can't and,
1: and you're obviously more comfortable with that now and you're like I'm I I'm more
2: comfortable saying no, but also just I find that writing the uncomfortable text or email it feels better than the the stomach churning of like, oh, I gotta write that email. I gotta write that email. I gotta, you know what I mean? Let's just get it out
1: there. And be honest and truthful. Yeah, and, and, like, yeah.
2: Sorry, I can't. Even something as small as like bringing my kids to a barbecue, like it's it's small, but like I I committed to that a month ago, and then I look at it in the calendar, and I'm like, that's not gonna work. That's a transition day for my kids coming from dad's to my house. They're gonna be all over them. Like, why am I imposing this on everyone? just cancel it. Like stuff like that. I'm much better at, but my body was also like, get better at it
1: or Mm -hmm. else. Okay. Can you talk to my wife about Uh, this, about scheduling?
0: Well, what she's talking about is she's checking in with herself. That's smart. And a lot of times, even when, so so being impeccable with our word is really important. Like if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. However, I can always say, you know what? I really checked in. I I had a chance to check in with myself. And now I realize that I said yes to you and that doesn't really work for me anymore. I'm, you know, I'm sorry to disappoint you if, if you feel disappointed, although in my, the back of my head, I'm thinking, but I'm not responsible for your response, but if you do, and that's triggering you, okay, I'll, I can, I can be compassionate for that. However, I cannot do it. Will something else work, right? Maybe we could do this instead, or this will work for me. There's lots of ways to get a script, right? So that when you have, you do check in with yourself and you do need to make a shift that you can feel comfortable doing it in a way that's in alignment with who you are and how you want to show up. Because obviously in that story, you really wanted to show up for your, for her. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and so you did it. And it was a bit of a betrayal and you felt all of that. But even when you do do that, you can shift it from, all right, instead of doing this to please her or because I don't want to upset her, I'm going to do this because I'm generous. Now you've shifted the energy from being something that's diminishing and somewhat of a, what we'll call a self betrayal, right. Or dishonor of, of who you, you know, yourself, and you're shifting the energy. You're still saying yes. I'm being a generous
1: friend. I'm being supportive, and yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And that yeah. sometimes will clear up the the yeah. feelings inside of you because the feelings inside of you are telling you you're doing this from a frequency that's not healthy for you. Mm-hmm. Can you still do the same thing, but do it from a different angle? That's going to feel like it's in more ease and grace, and an alignment and balance with who you are. And sometimes it just takes that and then everything feels better. So it's like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you want to check in. We don't always have to say no, especially if we find that we still really want to do something, find another angle that's in the light. Rather than, oh gosh, I don't want to be, you know, rejected by this person if I do this, which is a lot of the reason why a lot of us say yes, right?
2: Especially in this town where like there's so many invitations, like you have to go to this dinner to support this thing and you have to, or I don't know, even like putting yourself on tape for stuff when I'm like, oh, I don't, like I always jump to... I, I like the business is getting so different as far as like nothing shooting in LA, everything has a giant consequence for the family, but like I get an audition and mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't move to Texas for three years. Like I'm just going to pat, but like, instead of, you know, anticipating what it's going to be like for the rest of my life, just going, okay, right, let's just practice acting and mm-hmm. do the audition and not worry about it's very hard for me to do that well, still I, i'm like you,
1: i jump 10 steps ahead and i'm uh, rather just being in the moment in in my current knowing you know and just being like okay let's just. and i'm sure
2: if we're going into things like like this, yeah. like they can feel it too. And they're probably like, no,
0: pass. Yeah, yeah <laughs> no. no, absolutely.
2: Like, I don't think they're vibing. Mm-hmm. They're not picking up what we're selling if if we're like that. Yeah, no, absolutely.
0: And, and what you can do is believe in the fact that you are very creative and, you know, magical. I love the word magic or capable being. And, I'm you know, that part looks really great. And I know it says it's shooting in in, te- in Texas for three years, but maybe I'll go for it. And if I get it something's going to shift mm-hmm. and because all things are possible, just right? Just don't get pregnant
1: and want an abortion.
2: Oh my justice. God. Oh, I'm, just, I'm
1: just saying, you know, these are, these are the things you got to think about. No, you
2: don't.
0: No. I was like, <laughs> Jackie's looking at me like, <laughs> what? what the hell are you doing? But huh? no, but I, you know, you, you're bringing up a point though. It's like, you got to stay in your own, you got to drive your own path. Okay. And you can't worry about what's over there. And if, you know, you can't worry if you get pregnant, okay. You can't worry if you, you know, what if it's, you know, it doesn't fit for everybody. Ask for it to fit. We can create balance. I better at that because it's like
2: both boys, husband, ex-husband, like mm-hmm. it's so many dots. D- d-
0: it's a dogs.
2: lot of male it's energy too. Of, I know it is a lot of male energy.
0: Oh, it is. I didn't really... Realize that. How yeah, you know I that. Mason has a lot of. Her husband is one of my favorite people, as is Jordana. But they have a really great way of of supporting one another, and and so I th- that's beautiful. And I think instead of saying, is your "Husband, an actor? No, thank God. He's um, <laughs> no, I, I
2: couldn't. I couldn't." we have very, very similar personalities. Like we like to control the situation. We like to be able to anticipate what's going to happen, which is the same thing. Um, but when he's, when I'm going through a crisis, he helps me and makes fun of me. And when he's going through a crisis, it, it's the same thing where I'm, I'm just like, babe, it's not a, this isn't, this isn't a giant deal. And, and, but he's still like, hold on Bayana, which is a Brazilian expression for like, It's, he's just being hysterical, which, but we can laugh at ourselves, which Mm -hmm. is really, really important. Mm -hmm. That is yeah, hugely important. The humor. Mm -hmm. Does does he,
1: do you show him the comments from Daily Mail? Like, this is funny, right? Oh, we look
2: at them (laughs) together. We a thousand percent look at them together. It's very funny. Like the Fast
1: franchise. Is that something that you feel like you manifested over or is,
2: or, or continued Do you put energy behind that at all? Yeah. I mean, I didn't for the first one. The first one just didn't fall in my lap because I had to audition and learn how to drive and all of that. But... You didn't have a driver's license? I didn't. Are you You, serious? Yeah, I grew up in New York. I didn't need a driver's license. you're right. I guess... Um, But yes, as the franchise evolves, I put a lot of energy along with Jackie into like, what do I want this to look like? What do I want my experience to be?
0: Um, it's been fun actually we have fun doing it it's really fun for me and i also
2: think i think vin does the same thing i I see a lot of a lot of the stuff vin talked about five or six years ago or even 10 years ago manifests
0: eventually Mm -hmm.
2: yeah interesting Mm -hmm. i think there's a lot of power in how you speak how you present things there's a lot of power behind that
0: totally words have they are energy. So, and, and the tone of the word and some of the words you select are very important because we, again, are electromagnetic. So when you speak, you can actually speak things. And I mean, can we do it all the time? Imagine when you say, Oh, I need to call so-and-so or whatever. And then all of a sudden they call you, right? It's as simple as that. But imagine you know, when you're talking about a whole experience that you want to have your life, you can do the very same thing. But again, it's organizing yourself not around logistics. Okay. It's organizing yourself around the energy, the wavelengths of energy that you want to thread together, weave together to create something from. And so she's saying, you know, she wants balance and And you're saying you want, you know, you want an abundance of work. So focus on those frequencies and then that will unlock the doorway Mm -hmm. for you to then build everything that you're really, you know, aspiring to. And then all your creativity drops in and all these, you know, ideas come in. And then all of a sudden this person calls you, then all of a sudden this happens and it all just kind of comes into place magically because energetically you are vibrating at that very thing. So it's not what you want that you attract. It's who you are that you attract. And and so we've had a lot of fun, and you included, in building these like ideas through frequency and through the work that she does. Not that I do, I just support and I, I help hold space and connect. And, and when you do it with other people, the force of the energy is even stronger, which helps... It coalesces at a more rapid rate, and so that's what we've had fun doing around, you know, the most recent fast uh, movies. Because mm-hmm. I think there's been two since we've been mm-hmm. working together. Yeah, yeah. That's, we have to, we have really to start true. working on the next one. Mm-hmm. We have to get and,
2: on it. <laughs> and then when I watch,
0: okay. So another funny story is I was in New York recently, and I was te- I was in the cab going to see a play in, in Times Square. And she texts me and I, I go to respond and I look up and there's a billboard and there's Jordana. I'm so like, I cool. am texting. You just yeah. texted me and I'm looking at you really now. Cool. You're yeah. You know, and then there, she is fierce, you know, like the That's force cool. of that she is. And so it was, it was really, really funny. funny. We were laughing about that. That's cool. That stuff yeah. never
2: gets old. No matter
1: how mm-hmm. many times you're
2: on a billboard or stuff, I, yeah. I gotta think, you know, no, it never. And as the business changes so much, I appreciate it even more. Yes. It's just the fact that, I mean, it took my kids to see it on Sunday and just being in a theater Yes. And being able to watch yourself is like...
1: Hey, kid, do your kids like that? They think it's cool? They
2: or? do. They think it's cool. Yeah. Well, she's, she's a cool. badass. I mean...
1: Like, uh, you don't really drive like that in real life, Mom.
2: <laughs> but I do. <laughs>
1: so I bet do? she oh, does. Okay. i do. I'll watch out for you in Brentwood.
0: <laughs> uh, right, well,
1: Jordana, thank you so much
0: yes, for you. Uh, coming thank in you. and Fun.
1: sharing your energy with us. and.
0: Uh, I really uh, appreciate it. work with Jackie. For it really sure.
1: Is, it really is great. So... Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you. uh, Let's get back out there. Thank you so much for listening to funny energy.
0: And don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us out.
1: Sure does. Jackie, while you're at it, follow us on Instagram at funny energy podcast for more updates on upcoming guests, episodes, and all things funny and energy.
0: We'll see you next week for another energy cleansing
1: and some real laughter through the pain.